Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning. Are there scriptures that haunt you? There's a scripture that haunts me. It's found in 1 Timothy chapter 4. Verse number 7 says, But refuse profane and old wise fables, and exercise yourself rather therefore unto godliness. That's not what haunts me. Here's what haunts me. For bodily exercise profits little. After what I just endured, to read that scripture, that bodily exercise profits little, haunts me. Bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promises of the life that is now and of that life which is to come. Here's why that scripture haunts me. I'm like a lot of you. I try. I try. I try to get down. No, I don't try. I get down to the gym. I am intentional and aggressive and pretty much controlling of my weekly schedule to budget time to get to the gym. From time to time, I'm a bad boy. Bad as in opposite of good. I don't put the best foods in my body and my body begins to tell me that. And so I need to slim down or shape up even though I'm exercising bodily. And so I'm talking to a lot of people that all of us from time to time struggle with our bodies. And there are a couple of ways for our bodies to be fit, I think. One is to put proper food and liquid into our bodies. And number two, exercise. We must be intentional and aggressive about this. And so I look at folks of which I am the Paul said, I'm the chiefest of sinners. I'm the chiefest of sinners here. Who are aggressive and intentional about bodily exercise. And yet I read that verse. Bodily exercise profits little. But I am encouraged to know that it does, prom- it does profit some. And then he says, but rather exercise yourself unto godliness. You see, man is comprised. We're, we're, a, we're a triune being. God is triune. God is father God is Son. God is Spirit. He is triune. Three, one. Father, Son, Spirit. Man is spirit, soul, and body. We're not a bi-union being. We're triune being. We have spirit, soul, and body. So when Paul is talking about exercising yourselves rather unto godliness, there's a physical exercise that though it may profit little, it does profit. 
And there's a spiritual exercise that profits our spirit and our soul. And he says, exercise, basically, your spirit man unto godliness. So the end result will be godliness, God-likeness, Christ-likeness. Hey, John. Hey, Mom. And so I just want to encourage you today. Um, if you're doing cardio eight or ten times a week, or if you're lifting muscle, lifting weights and getting muscles, and if you're eating properly and all that kind of stuff, that's awesome. That's awesome. But what are you doing with your spirit, man? What are you doing with your soul, man? I'm a soul man. He was kind of right. We're soul man. We're spirit man housed in a body. There are disciplines. <clears throat> that will help exer us exercise unto godliness. Every godly person I know, every, exercises his or her spirit and soul. There's certain exercises we can do. Well, we can read the Word of God. Go, oh, don't go there. No. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. The only way faith grows is by hearing God's Word. So just as I just finished a regimen of working out my physical body, that does profit me a little bit, at least, according to that verse. I must also exercise my spirit, exercise my soul. And one of the ways we do that is to regularly receive God's Word. Praying, prayer. I know, don't be giving me that stuff. I can't pray. I don't know how to pray. No, prayer is just communicating with the Lord, listening to Him and talking to Him. I don't know about you, but I talk to Him in like regular old English, okay? When I'm praying, I don't say, Oh, thou kind and gracious Heavenly Father. Now, if I talk that way, I'll pray that way. I'm just communicating with the Lord. Another spiritual discipline is gathering together with God's people. I, I know we're living in a pandemic and post-pandemic culture, but I'm telling you, a lot of people are living in fear and anxiety, and part of the root is, is they're just not, they're not living in community with other believers. Man, woman, find a community of believers. We need each other. Hang out with them on the Lord's Day. Hang out with them during the week. Um, rub shoulders with them. You have something to add of value to other believers' lives. You know, people say, well, we missed you at church. Well, yeah, it's more than that. We miss your contribution to the body of Christ. If you're listening to me, you're a follower of Jesus, and you're a believer of Christ, and you've isolated yourself from the church because of the pandemic, you're mad at somebody, somebody hurt you. Look, somebody's hurt all of us. People, can I get a witness out there to people that are watching? Somebody's heard all of it. That's no reason to isolate ourselves in the body of Christ. And so the old school, you know, which said, brother, I missed you at church. I missed you. Well, yeah, that's it. But it's more than that. Everybody has a contribution to make. And when you're isolated from the body, the body of Christ is suffering for lack of your contribution. Bam! That's good preaching right there. So that is a spiritual exercise, gathering together with other believers. Folks don't like to hear this one, but fasting, fasting from food. Yep, fasting from food, uh, periodically, or as a lifestyle. It's interesting, when Jesus was teaching on fasting, he said, those other people fast like this, and they fast like that. They just want people to see him. But then he said, but when you fast, to you hear that? When you fast. So Jesus expected that part of our normal lives is that there are patterns, seasons, or times of fasting from food. And of course, it causes us to depend on the Lord more, and it's a spiritual exercise. Fasting. The, the deeply strong believers I know privately fast 
on a regular basis. And then and then giving. You go, whoa, I, oh, I see y'all I see y'all checking out now. No, no, I got one or two more minutes. Don't check out on me now. Jesus was talking there to the same group of people and he said, um, um, when you give, don't don't give like they do. Don't give like they do to be seen of men and all that. He says, but when you give, and then he described how to give. So in that section, he said, when you pray, when you fast, when you give. So Jesus expects that part of the normal life of following him is a life of praying, a life of fasting, and a life of giving. And so if you're not giving, you go, oh, I'm not asking you to give anything to Celebration Church. I'm not asking you to, but we do give through churches. We do give today. We give through churches to propagate and, you know, to help expand the gospel around the world. I, that's that's not what I'm talking about, but kind of what I am talking about. Are you giving? Are you generous in your finances? When you give, Jesus was specifically talking about giving to the poor. So if you're part of a church, you can give to that church through that church. And if that church is a godly New Testament church, they will um, earmark some of those funds to help give to the poor. And that's neither here nor there, but it kind of is here nor there. What are you doing with the finances God has placed in your life? When you give, read the Old Testament, read the New Testament about generosity. So just right there, you know, how's your praying? How's your fasting? How's your giving? How's your receiving the Word of God? And how is your um, gathering together with God's people. Those are five disciplines that I've seen. Okay, so here's what I do in my life. The same as I schedule five or six days a week to exercise my physical body, I schedule seven days per week to exercise my spirit and my soul. And when I miss a little bit of time, get off kilter, get off schedule, exercising my spirit and my soul, how many of you know my spirit and my soul become a little weaker and a little weaker and a little weaker and a little weaker? So I am haunted by that verse. Bodily exercise profits little, but I'm encouraged that it does profit some. And then the end of that is very encouraging. He says that the exercise unto godliness, which is, has benefits, is profitable, which means we gain the advantage in this life. And the life to come. Exercise yourself unto godliness.